Hello, and welcome to Burridge and Tom Talk Tech. I am Tom, and this is... Burridge! We're getting that intro down to a T. Excellent. <laughs> welcome to episode three of Burridge and Tom Talk Tech. I'm not going to date it because it is rather pre-recorded. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going away, so I'm going to be this, editing this one while I'm away. This sod is going on holiday. Yeah, we're going to have, have a nice week away. Bit. Yeah, it's going to be lovely. Um, What's happened this week, Burridge? E three is now Still. done. <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, now no, we're updating it. So yes, E three is definitely over at this point. It's not still got like one day left. I promise. <laughs> um, oh dear. Yes. So a couple more topics. This will probably be a shorter show anyway because we totally didn't like pre-record two shows in one week. Uh, shh. So, uh, first of all, we have some remaining E3 topics. So, let's begin with Square Enix. Uh, this is probably Square mostly Enix. my little bit of the show here. Um, yeah, they haven't made a new Just Cause this year, so no. I am, I'm not talking to Square Enix. They, they haven't published, <laughs> you mean? Uh, yeah, same difference. <laughs> so, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, they're splitting into parts, which we sort of already knew. Um they they hinted at that a while ago that it might be episodic, but it seems it's not even going to be episodic in that sense. I was expecting it to be disc one from the original game would be like the first part, disc two, and so on. It seems it's even less than that, and part one is just the city bit of the first game of the first disc. Which I don't know how many hours have gone. I'm going to have to go back and play it. I need to get my controller. But no, oh God, here we go. It was like ten hours, I think, ten fifteen hours, depending how. Like, might even be less than that. I might be completely overshooting that because I normally grind, you know, levels. So I take a lot longer to do oh. things. But ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it seems that the first bit is just the whole city area before you go into the main world and have more the more of the open world thing. And apparently, it's going to be it's two Blu-ray discs. They've said, but we don't know if that's literally two discs or just two discs. And the inside. thing is, they haven't. Specified what type of Blu-ray it is because there's three types of Blu-ray. Yeah. There's like double uh, regular, uh, there's, there's sort of lower capacity ones, and then there's double layer ones which I think can have up to twenty-five gig. But then there's triple layer which I think go up to a hundred gig. It's probably going to be the triple layer. Okay, so we're looking at up to two hundred gig of game then. Well, I'm saying, it, well, yeah, it might be fifty gig. I don't know. Uh, my my problem is like the game looks really good. It's in Unreal Engine, um, <sighs> so it looks really nice. Um, and they have said that the first part alone that's coming out in March twenty twenty, third of March twenty twenty, is as big as a standard like RPG big game. So if that oh. bit alone is that big, and how big Final Fantasy seven was then I'm going to be like 95 years old by the time the fucking thing finishes. Oh dear, bleep. Um... Oh, for <laughs> Strong language! <laughs> Cut it, start again! <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so, you know, they're expanding the stories of the original game as well. So they're expanding it all out, but <sighs> knowing Square Enix, I'm going to die. Well, <laughs> oh, no. What you what you need to do is you need to do like what happens on Reddit when like, oh, this game's coming out soon, but this person is like not not likely to make it, so the community will band together, will get someone to go see it. They they've done that with like Star Wars and yeah. Avengers, yeah, so the much. Movies, yeah. 
The problem is you can't no. really do it with a game as easily. No. Because, um, of course, like, as soon as one person gets hold of it, then it's instantly leaked to the internet. Well, it's not even that, though. It's it's not going to be finished. At least the movie is finished by the point those people get to see it. Generally speaking, yeah. movies are wrapped and yeah. like, completely fit edited a couple months before they come out they just got a hype for two months then. yeah so i mean it's a lot easier to do it for a movie whereas a video game it's like oh no <laughs> especially a game like final fantasy 7 that they're remaking completely from the ground up and they're not doing it as a one-to-one -one remake obviously um so yeah, yeah i'm probably gonna die before i get to finish it but i'll be happy with what i get to play <laughs> um then there was the avengers game uh I didn't really rate it, if I'm honest. Um, I watched the trailer. It looks interesting. Um, the character models. The characters look really dumb. Like people complain, oh, they don't look like the actors, but they shouldn't have to look like the actors unless they're being voiced by the actor. Um, I mean, the thing is, they've sort of tried to make them look like the actors, but um, like Black Widow, which is probably the worst-looking worst one in this one, yeah. Um, she legit. <laughs> Looks like Lord Farquaad out of Shrek. <laughs> like I've seen yes. like that sort of chin, like Black Widow normally, and then Black Widow's in this game's chin is like eight foot wide, but it's, <laughs> her face is so square, like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> it's it real bad. It's got a it's, it's got a pretty good uh, voice cast though. Oh yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Laura Bailey, cast, Travis yeah. Willingham, Troy Baker, but, um, Nolan I like North. Them the memes are unreal <laughs> yeah um yeah i think nolan north's in it too i could be wrong i, I swear know. i saw his name but i'm looking for the memes now <laughs> <laughs> actually no she looks extraordinarily like um princess fiona from hold on i'll send you this image <laughs> she, she looks like Legit Princess Fiona out of Shrek. Just not green. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Nolan North is Tony Stark. Look at that flipping image. Oh my goodness. Also, uh, this one Captain America is swole AF. It's like everyone was laughing at Ben Swolo, but damn, son. <laughs> damn, son. <laughs> damn, son. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> If I remember, I'll edit that in. So, but yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> the character models don't look that good. They could touch them up a lot, I think. Um, um PNG. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, I'm not sure I rate it, but then again, I've never really been into the uh... Lego Avengers, best Avengers, <laughs> Lego best. Just that Lego genre, best genre, Le Lego genre, including genre. Forza Horizon Four Lego. Oh yeah, you I played, played it. Yes. yes, yes. Tell us a bit about that. Okay. Uh, it's not the best DLC, to be honest. Is it not? Oh, Forza. Um, I like it, but it's literally a regular Forza world, like a small map with Lego trees and buildings sort of slapped in. There's like a little town and everything. It's cute. But um, it's not like the rest of the Forza DLCs where you can go in and just buy the cars or buy like anything there. Um, you have to earn bricks to build the cars, which I mean kind of makes sense for Lego. 
But the fact that I've actually got to compete in races in Forza now, <laughs> I mean, I know that's what the game's about, but I honestly play it as like a sort of just drive around, like, it's the only time in the universe I'm ever going to get to drive an Aston Martin Vantage. So I just sort of yeet that around the Scottish countryside. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. So would you but, um, say it was worth the fourteen ninety nine you paid for it? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll say anything with the Lego logo on it is worth the money because I'm a, I'm a corporate shill. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you can't even say that Lego's a corporation because they are a single company. They're a family-owned company still, so... but. That's quite impressive, actually, in its own right. That is, is very impressive. They are the most powerful toy company in the world that has never changed hands. Well, it's changed hands family-related, but it's never changed hands. <laughs> no, into no, a... Tom. The original owner is still alive. <laughs> uh, I think it's on the fifth generation of that family now. But it's impressive that it stayed in one family all that time. I'll give it to them. And they still make good products. I'm not really oh, yeah. big into Lego, but like I still <laughs> recognize... I spent nearly 90 quid on a... Apollo 11 thing <laughs> and he always Definitely wonders why it. he has no money but it was worth it because it's <laughs> it, is, it looks nice <laughs> but yeah um, uh, honestly out of all the games that I've seen at E3 this is the only one I've tested so far okay um, oh, yeah, I'd say it's okay shriek, we need to test it somewhere now we? and I, I downloaded the roller derby thing from e uh, from UB, mm. I never bothered launching it. <laughs> I got distracted by Sea of Thieves. Actually, oh, no, there is something else we have tested from that. Yeah, we have got. Well, I personally have got Game Pass Ultimate. Oh yeah, and I've got Game Pass for PC. And yeah, I don't know why they're calling it beta. I'm not sure what they're testing exactly. <laughs> I think they're trying to. It's more of a market test yeah. than anything. Because like it just allows you to download games like there's hardly anything that needs beta testing there uh but yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm enjoying it sea of thieves is has become my main game all of a sudden it's um, suddenly better than overwatch which is not really difficult not at this difficult. point i mean tech has played some yeah. today free games played we should have free a segment where we just complain about <laughs> overwatch every time um we should just make a podcast entitled um overwatch sucks sometimes expletive overwatch yeah <laughs> um and yeah. then get sued by Blizzard. Um, uh, yeah, like we played three games, won two, lost the third, and I went and played Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Understandable. But, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, yeah. another E3 news as well, actually. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, they have justified why there are no dogs in Watch Dogs Legion. I found this while watching the Can You Pet It Twitter page. They've had to be eaten um, because Brexit. <laughs> No, no, no. The reason they did it was because otherwise they'd have to put in a way of playing as the dogs as well. So their 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 reason uh, behind it is so that they don't have to try and put in codes that you play as dogs. Because their what? argument is you play as everyone and everything. The dog isn't everyone, and you can't play as a bus. So no, but I can see their argument still. Like people yeah, would be like, well, you said makes... you could just play as everyone, and the doggo is something and someone. How dare you? And. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, there, okay. there's no doggos in, uh, unlike Watch Dogs 2, where you can pet the doggo. I've not found a doggo yet in You've Watch Dogs found, 2, so I've only played yet. like an hour and a half, so. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's the thing. And then finally, from Square Enix as well, Final Fantasy VIII HD. More Final Fantasies. That's, <laughs> that's about it. Like, it's already out for, like, well, no, Final Fantasy VIII isn't out for PS4 and that, minus the store, maybe, but, um,. 
Uh, it's out on Steam and that again, but they're re-releasing a HD version this time because they gave... I don't think 7 got a HD remaster per se. I, that's, why that's why they're doing a remake. That's why they're doing a remake. But, like, you know, they added in their normal Square Enix thing of adding in the cheats and stuff like that and achievements. Yeah. And, and I'm, 9 I'm, I'm, got a HD no. remake. So, well, remaster, sorry. Um, And now 8 is getting that same treatment, finally. I don't know why they took so long to do 8, because 8 is a very popular Final Fantasy game. Personally, not. I don't rate it that highly. Sorry. They've got to, they've got to wait until the um, it's okay to charge like 60 quid for it. <laughs> like every other developer nowadays. Uh, no, it'll probably only be about 15 quid. Final Fantasy IX HD came out and it was about 15 quid. Fair enough, they, they don't charge full price for those HD remakes. That remasters. They're, they're, Square Enix are pretty good for that. Like Their older games just get a cheaper price. So um, my question with this is, yeah. why do they call it Final Fantasy when there's like 92 ah, There's actually, okay, uh, so the original Final Fantasy that came out in like 1980. The original Fantasy. Seven. <laughs> um, the uh, person who made it, uh, basically, if that project failed, he was going to go back to college. Right. But it became like a massive success. So it was the ah, final the fantasy. Final fantasy for him. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, so wait, hold on. He's literally still at college because this is like my college work where um No, 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 like no. Final didn't. final final version 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> version 3. Yeah. Uh but <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so, no, wait, hold he... on. Does that... Yeah. Does that mean that like the next new one they make is going to be like Final Final Fantasy, I promise this time, version 8 or something. <laughs> uh, but no, so the reason it was called Final Fantasy was because if that failed, yeah. he was going to leave game development and go back to college, but it became it such a Final success Fantasy. that it became a thing. So I'm glad it did, because, I mean, I grew up playing it, which is probably why I suck at English half the time, because Final Fantasy VII's um, translations were bloody awful. <laughs> Difficult. Just as you're trying to record a podcast, the ice cream man starts driving around. <laughs> <in the area. laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that could be our new jingle for the start of the podcast, just the ice cream man theme. Um, but yeah, no, it's quite funny. Uh, there's a glitch in Final Fantasy VII that they never fixed either for like the remastered editions. Uh, where the first boss you fight, the Guard Scorpion, which I also showed off in the teaser, looked pretty cool. Um, it says, attack while the tail is up, whereas it should actually say, don't attack while the tail is up. So people have never played before, attack it, and then get zapped with a laser. Cause they, right. Cause they they're, prob <laughs> they're probably going to leave that in the remake. I hope they do. I hope they just it's... have Cloud voice acted just go, attack while the, la the tail lasers up, and you attack it and just get lasered to death. <laughs> Oh, it's it, like um, funny. it's like that glitch from Civ One that's still in Civ Six, where oh, Gandhi, um, Gandhi gets everything. really aggressive. Yeah, yeah, but they it it went from being a glitch to a feature though. Oh uh, yeah, like they didn't leave well, yeah, it it's as like a They glitch. could have removed it from the remastering, they, but they didn't. No, they were just like, I mean, I don't think they would have removed it from the remaster, considering they've kept it in as a feature going forward because it was funny yeah. <laughs> like that is the basically their reasoning for doing that it was funny it was funny nintendo uh nintendo doing some well i mean there's only two bits of news really we have for nintendo because we didn't really watch it but they had like pokemon sword and shield but also super mario maker 2 Oh, yes. And they've changed the online thing. Uh, before, they weren't allowing you to play online with friends because of the ranking tables. Yeah. They've now changed that so you can play online with friends again. I don't Yay. know why. Th the decision, I believe, was because it would mess with the ranking tables. 
Yeah. But then they've realized if you're playing with friends, just don't allow you to play ranked games. It's not difficult. <laughs> so easy yeah so they've now allowed that so people are happy about that nintendo doing their normal thing of actually listening to feedback and acting on it in good faith hold up that's illegal well nintendo have always been the old one out haven't they like they listen to feedback like they're um um uh, Iwata, I think his name was, wasn't it? The old CEO. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce it for fear of being racially insensitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Satoru Iwata. I probably pronounced, I pronounced that wrong still. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. Um, he, uh, he took two pay cuts instead of laying off staff when they were failing with, like, the Wii U and stuff and the Wii and the GameCube, I think it was, or, like, the Wii. Actually, yeah. Genuinely a good person. Yeah, and then they had Reggie um, Fizeme, who's now stepped down. He's no longer president of Nintendo America. We now have Doug Bowser, which I think is just fantastic. It's hilarious. And I watched a little bit of the direct, and they actually had like Bowser come up on screen and be like, rah, 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 rah. And they were like, wait a minute, you're not the right Bowser. And like, you know, they did that little joke. And it was mm-hmm. like, I'm glad they've at least acknowledged it, you know? Um,. So yeah, uh, they've got Doug Probably Bowser now. The only now. reason they hired him is just some geezer off the street, but <laughs> called Bowser. Yeah, <laughs> called Bowser. You got him here. It's a pretty cool uh, surname, yeah. you know. Hi, I'm Doug Bowser, and I work as president of Nintendo of America. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they're doing good things, and they're good people in general. Um, Animal Crossing uh, basically was delayed until next year, I believe. Uh, and it's to allow developers to basically. Get a better polish on the game and not to have crunch periods. Take note how Nintendo treat their employees. I'm looking at you, Rockstar, CD Projekt Red, EA, etc. Um, EA bad, CDPR also not too good. Yes, Rockstar definitely not good. Whereas Nintendo, they see... I mean, we don't have confirmation, I don't think, from actual employees as to whether that's, you know, a thing, but... It seems that Nintendo do treat their staff right, and as I say, Iwata taking pay cuts personally. To pay staff, yeah. In half. I think he took a half of a pay cut. Like, he literally split. Uh, It was a sizable one. It was like 50% pay cut, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, so, you know, you have a CEO like that, right? Their company did a bit bad. It then picks up again, right? And then they do really good, and they didn't lay off anyone during it. Uh, Hold up, that's share- illegal. Shareholders weren't too happy about Animal Crossing being delayed, but they're shareholders. That's unfortunately problems with companies. You promise one thing, and then you're like, "Oh, we have to delay it," and then shareholders are like, "Re," and then you lose some shares. But Nintendo have always been doing that. I feel. I feel like they care more about the- Nintendo overall. Care more for the product and the people using the product. Like when they say, "Like we just want people to smile and play games." I believe them. I don't believe that's like some corporate shilling sort of nonsense. I actually believe that's what they want. They're just game makers. They want to make games and make people happy by playing these cool games and these cool gimmicks and, you know, cool consoles they make. The Nintendo Switch being like a nice, cool hybrid thing. And I love the Nintendo Switch. I can't wait because I'm going to my girlfriend's tomorrow and I'm going to be there for the week. So I'm going to be able to use the Switch again. I love the Switch. (laughs) I love it. I can't wait to get one. Um... And then, of course, there's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, a new Zelda got announced to be in development. So 
that got people happy. I've not played the Breath of the Wild yet. I should really do that because it looked really good, to be honest. It does look good. Um, so I'm hoping to get a playthrough of that at some point. Uh, but then finally, just because I couldn't resist for the E3 stuff, Tesla are announcing that they're making games for their cars now. Elon Musk and Todd Howard of Bethesda did like a press conferencey thing where they announced, of course, not Skyrim, but Fallout Shelter for the Tesla car. Oh, don't worry, Skyrim is coming. Uh, well, you got to be able to drive the character around by steering your Tesla. <laughs> well, the thing is, they did make the joke on stage about it, but then they were like, "Yeah, we probably won't do that yet." But I'm thinking, you're going to yet. though. You're going to. I'm wondering whether if they do that, whether they'll make like um. So Elder Scrolls Oblivion when it came out, they also had a mobile version of it, like an actual Motorola yeah. flip phone mobile version of it. Ouch. <laughs> I'm wondering whether they might. Do that for Skyrim in the Tesla car, have like a 2D Skyrim or something. <laughs> which mm, wouldn't surprise me. Which to be wouldn't honest. surprise me, but at the same time, that doesn't take that much effort. I mean, this definitely seems like a very Elon Musk move. He is actually just a meme lord that happens to be CEO of several of the most uh, several powerful companies. <laughs> yes, like his flamethrower. And... <laughs> oh no, his flamethrower was a boring company product. Which I found hilarious. It was uh, no, actually, sorry, it was not a flamethrower. Yeah, sorry, not it a was a very big lighter. That's the one. <laughs> uh, I mean, not to say that Elon Musk isn't Elon a bit Musk. of a tool, but uh, ah, no, he's a nice enough guy. He just keeps making stupid decisions. Yes, well, stupid decisions, and also says stupid things without thinking. Well, that's generally what his stupid decisions revolve around. Yes, well, either way, it makes him a bit of a tool in my eyes. But anyway, yes, yes. so Fallout Shelter is going to be coming to the Tesla. Yay! <laughs> because, of course, it is. Makes me want to buy a Tesla even more. I wonder if they'll put Elder Scrolls Blades on the Tesla. <laughs> to be honest, I don't... I can't see the... Um... The DVSA and whatever, what's the, Ameri uh, what's the American equivalent called? I have no idea. The really slow office, that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> DVA. DVA. Are you sure you're not thinking of DVLA here? No, no, it's the DVA office, I think. D D oh, no, I'm thinking of Diva. No. <laughs> <laughs> D DV yeah, DVA. No. What? Are you I, sure you're not the American the, one? The, 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 I don't know what the American one is, but you sure you're not thinking of the DVLA here? Oh, that's a, that's a uh, DVSA now, the Driving Vehicle Standards Agency. Ew. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure what the American one will think about it. Oh, what's the American? Oh, I need to look it up now. <laughs> American DVLA. <laughs> What's the American equivalent of the DVLA? <laughs> Doof. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, DMV. That one. <laughs> that one. Department, Department of Motor Vehicles. DMV. <laughs> Hell. Uh. <laughs> that took long enough to figure out. But yeah, I, I can't see the um, DMV like Allowing agreeing with you being able to play video games in your car. I'm imagining that they're going to be like, you're not... Basically, that function of the car would have to be disabled while, while you're driving. But I mean, when you're parked yeah. up, there's no reason why you couldn't. 
Like, if you're in the car park waiting for, I don't know, your mother or something to find your car because she's lost. Um, <laughs> totally not <laughs> taking a dig. <laughs> um, yeah. Then, yeah, you just sit in the car and uh, play on. The problem is, over here, I don't know how easy that would be because you're not in control of your vehicle, but you'd have to have the vehicle turned on to power that. Uh, I think it's different because it's an electric car. Oh, maybe. I'd like, I'd like to think have... people would run the battery <laughs> before they get to uh, I think if it's got 300-odd miles of range, I think like running it, uh, running out of battery, because <laughs> they've got mad wattage of battery. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think don't think they'd be able to run the battery down playing like Fallout Shelter. But either <laughs> way, like, either way, it's quite a funny idea to just think, oh, yeah. Dad, why won't the car start? Oh, oh, son, you ran the battery out, you idiot. I was only playing Skyrim. <laughs> Don't mind me, boys. I'm off out to the car to play a bit of Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch 2, obviously. <laughs> well, uh, no, the advantage would be if you were, if the game wasn't going too well, you could literally just drive yourself off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, done with this game, guys. I'm throwing don't... myself off a cliff. This is an environmental PSA. Do not put lithium-ion batteries in the ocean. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Lithium uh, explodes in water. It does. Also, as well, we found it catches as, fire. As we uh, found out in CFUs today, taking a gunpowder barrel into the water to try and blow up a uh, gemstone thing, uh, the barrel floated up towards the ship and blew the ship up. <laughs> F. Don't know what else got to do with lithium-ion batteries, but sure. Well, we're just talking about putting stuff in the water Tangents. that shouldn't be there, you know. Anyway, that's enough of E3. <laughs> now some general topics to finish year. off. Um, yep. Let's talk about your thing first, because the other two are just oh. general topics. Speaking of Elon Musk, <laughs> like we just were, uh, Starlink, that's a thing. Um, so you don't really know what Starlink is, do you, Burge? no idea. <laughs> It's like satellite internet, so what the poor Australians have to deal with. But on crack cocaine. Um, so basically, the plan is a huge, like, I think they're calling it a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Or no, a constellation. Constellation of satellites orbiting the Earth in a specific pattern um, that's able to provide super fast internet. Okay. And they're basically doing that by having ground stations beam the internet. Well, that beam the internet. God, that's such an old person phrase, isn't it? Beam the internet. Um, We're going to beam the internet right into your face. They're going to broadcast the data upwards to receivers, satellite receivers. They're then going to uh, transmit that data between satellites. So it's like a huge grid network, kind of, but a weird grid because it's sort of meeting at slanted angles. Mm -hmm. But um, it's using lasers to transmit that information in space. And the advantage is um, it's almost 65, I think it's 65% faster to transmit information in light terms in space than it is through a glass fiber cable. So we could be seeing faster satellite internet than regular like fiber, obviously way faster than DSL cable. I was going to say, because the fiber you get now is pretty impressive in some places. 
Yes, yes, my my impressive seventy six. No, I'm not talking no. about our no. peasant internet. Even no. mine's like, not at that level. I'm talking about like like uni where I had gigabit connection to my computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my uncle has some um, gigabit up in up in the Midlands. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like you know, gigabit is amazing. I absolutely adore gigabit. Downloading yeah. something at a hundred megabytes a second is just bloody wonderful. But um, oh, sorry, we... I hit my mic. Oh God. <laughs> He's ruined the audio. Start again. Um, but we won't be seeing Starlink for a while. They did launch, I think it was 60 test satellites. Mm-hmm. What's impressive about Starlink is because the satellites are so compact, they can actually be launched as clusters. So they launched 60 on one launch. Ooh. It was a Falcon Heavy, which is three cores. This means like nothing to most of our, to a portion of our viewers, I imagine. <laughs> but, um, they can launch like 60 at a time, mm-hmm. but I think they pl- there's a planned operational constellation of something like eight to 10,000, so that's still quite a few launches. It'd be interesting to see how that price is compared to like what we get for like standard internet the now thing... and also our standard satellite internet that you can get. I think it could be cheaper. I think it could be considerably cheaper for the speed because the thing with like our local internet providers, like obviously there's Sky... They're owned by Comcast, so they get the UK parts of Europe and America. Mm-hmm. But with a Constellation satellite network, or like they like they're planning, they could literally provide internet to the entire planet, oh, which yeah, allows a for point, a yeah. very big customer base, mm. which means a lot of money, which is ideal. It means Doris and down share. the village shop can even get gigabit connections. <laughs> yes. That means the payments in the in the village post office won't take three days on card. <laughs> <laughs> that still means that Forbidden Planet London's basement store will still have slow connection to the <laughs> internet. I might be going there soon. Ah, yes, it's to, very good. I'm going up to London soon in October. What? So, oh yeah, well we might have been going there anyway for EGX, <laughs> which is when. Um, October. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to check yeah. the dates on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I mean, I haven't booked it off as holiday yet, so okay. we'll we'll work that one out soon. <laughs> right, and a couple small topics yeah. to finish it off. Well, one was Google Stadia again. Um, there's like My a favorite. survey they did. <laughs> where they were like, Actually, this ties in nicely to Starlink. It does. Well, there was a survey they did where. And I don't think the survey size, the sample size, is high enough, really, to make a statement like this. But We asked eight random people on the street. <laughs> well, consider how many people are in the UK. Now, obviously... 65 million. Now, the sample size is obviously not going to be anywhere near that. That's not the point of doing a survey. No. But when you say... you, When you do a survey of 3,000 British gamers, right... Yeah. I don't think that is representative at all to be able to make a statement such as it will struggle. It says survey suggests Google Stadia will struggle over UK broadband. Yeah, but survey also suggested we wouldn't be leaving the EU and look where we are now. <laughs> Still not leaving the EU. <laughs> Politics. Um, let's not get too political. but Let's get, let's get a second problem. podcast going. <laughs> make a political one. Get Kieran in. Um, yeah, that would work. <laughs> but yeah, so, there's, so basically the website says that you need 10 megabits down minimum, and that allows you to run 72060. Most households yeah. in the UK have that. 
Unless you're Kieran. Sorry, Kieran. Yeah, unless yeah, Kieran is currently suffering with like two meg down. It's no, it's so not even bad. two meg. It's like is 0. It... 0.55. Ouch. Yeah, it's it is F, my child. Awful. Uh, if I remember, I will put the image of his speed test into Hold the podcast here. just to oh. show you. <laughs> Oh, I'm just doing my yes uh, a speed test on the actual Stadia webpage. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it takes this should take under thirty seconds, but it stopped loading halfway through. That's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no point buying it. F my well, child. You, well, you are with Talk Talks. So that says it all, really. Um, no, actually, they're, they're doing me good. I'm throwing shade at Talk Talk. You're a crap company. Um, Please don't cut off my internet. <laughs> I'm not with them. It's fine. Yes, um, um, fifty-eight point two. Uh, five three two, so I'll have high performance gaming experience on Stadia. Yeah, nice. yeah. Well, four K only wants about thirty thirty five meg megabits. Yeah, so. it does. Which I mean, I get anyway. So, like, in terms of the seven twenty sixty, most of the UK can get that. The thing is, like, some companies, the lowest package they sell now is thirty six meg down. Yes, I mean, like, you got. Your companies like the post office, they do like the 17, and I think BT still does an anti- antiquated 17 meg down, which is for areas that don't have fiber. I think which the... at this point is about five postcodes in Scotland. And probably like some of the Wales. islands around the area. I don't know. Wales if they doesn't count fiber. as a country. But. Uh, BT uh, say in this article, BT claimed that 80 to 90% of UK households are able to access its high-speed fibre broadband, which I think is about right. Um, I think they fell slightly below target the government set them and were fined for it, to the point as well where they had to split OpenReach into its own separate uh, sub-company. Uh, that, that, was, that was a different thing, because they were kind of forced into that by the um, competitions board, yeah. or the Monopolies Commission yeah but there was also issues around the fact that they weren't delivering fast enough as well so they were like right you just need your own board of directors for this and it needs to be split get cracking son get cracking um but yeah it does seem to it does seem to have paid off in that regard um but the problem i think they're arguing here is and i do agree with them here uh if gamers will have to pay or just people in general because you know, gamers, it's targeted gamers, but I don't know whether there's going to be. Is there a use outside of gaming for Stadia or is it just gaming? Stadia is straight up just a Chromecast. So there's other functions it's, on it apart from gaming? Yeah. Okay. As far as it literally, what you get in the Stadia box is a, a big, the fancy Chromecast that does 4K. Okay. And a controller and the a three month pro subscription. Okay, so okay then. So it's not even just gamers then. So this this survey is already not representative of. I mean, obviously the main user base is probably going to be gamers because it seems to be what they're pushing for. That's what they're after with Stadia, but you can use the hardware it comes but with. The hardware it comes with something. can just be a Chromecast. So in that regard, it's not representative fully to its full potential. Um, yeah. So, if people have to pay more each month for upgraded broadband, should they need it? Bear in mind, most places now, as I say, baseline is fibre anyway. Yeah. Um, you have to pay more for the that, and then you have to pay for a Google Stadia subscription. That's where they're saying they're probably going to like sell short, considering other consoles and things already exist. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is it's one of those we'll wait and see moments. 
but I don't know. I feel like the I feel like the survey that's been done is uh I think Stardia is going to be very much a proof of concept as opposed to an actual viable platform. Yeah. Going on. But it will pave the way for the bigger companies like Microsoft and Sony and other game companies other game console companies are not available or Nintendo but they do their own thing anyway. <laughs> Nintendo ignore the rest of the world and just carry on doing decent things. But um, I think Google Stadia is going to pave the way for um, like Microsoft's to make a streaming-only console. Or even an application that like runs on your Chromecast. See, the really interesting thing is, when I go to, actually, when I go to broadbandgenie.co.uk, which is where the survey is, speed test results, 71% have said that they get 35 megabits plus. So 71% of their total survey um the uh, people the, the the people they surveyed already yeah. have more than needed what are they where are these where are they getting these figures from then but yeah that's that's what sort of confuses me it's going to struggle i don't think it is based on these figures no. it's a weird thing green man gaming are you sure hello <laughs> If if Stadia is successful, GMG could stand to lose quite a bit of money because they are a games retailer. Mm-hmm. And Stadia, you buy things through the store and then you sort of store it on the cloud and stream it. So if everyone switches to a Stadia-esque platform, GMG will be no more. But I mean, there's always PC gamers. Yeah, we do, we don't uh, we 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 like our platform. <laughs> I mean, I will go. I, I am buying a Stardia. But... Yeah, but then we get review. Yeah, review time. Yay! And then finally, just to wrap things up, uh, a Huawei thing. Huawei. So basically, they are delaying the launch of their folding phone. Hmm. Yeah, it's totally not because they managed to lose a license to a lot of the Google products that are required for Android to work. But because Samsung's didn't work, yes, totally because of that. Yeah. Chinese government, if you're spying on me, um, stop it, please. Please, please stop. (laughs) Please stop it. The firm said it wanted to conduct extra tests following screen problems reported by early reviewers of Samsung's Galaxy Fold. Uh At Samsung Galaxy Note, if I'm not mistaken. Now, do we believe that is the question? Uh, Nope. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't believe that for minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's... I have a Huawei phone, which means I'm probably being spied on right now. Hello! Um, I have a LG phone with a Google logo on it. Of course. Or it might be Motorola. Actually, I think it's Motorola, my one. Hello, Moto. The interesting thing about the Google phones is that they're produced by other companies with a Google logo. <laughs> That's why the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL are so different. Because they have One's different made by Nova. Lenovo or LG. Actually, no, they can't be made by Lenovo and Motorola because they are the same company. <laughs> <laughs> well, Motorola then. is a Lenovo company. <laughs> well, then. I think one's made by LG, then. Well, there you go. So, yeah, you learn something new every day there. I didn't know that. I, I did, because I own a Pixel 2. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're only two behind now, then. 
Yes. Because the four no... got on out. Oh, it got, it got quote-unquote It got quote-unquote leaked. leaked, except it was Google that posted about it. Therefore, Google it's not leaked a leak. Themselves. Google leaked their own product. It, looked, it leaked out the big hole that is the Google press room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they posted about it. We're like, hey guys, this is the new phone. Totally a leak. Ah, the Pixel 2 regular was HTC and the big one's LG. Uh... Right. Ah, now it makes change. Makes a Me like. But yeah. But yes, there you go. That is the remainder of the E3 topics, plus a few small topics. Because it's going to be like a week and a bit before we record the episode four. But it's okay, because we're still keeping up the weekly schedule, so it works out fine. Um, just slightly outdated news. Just slightly outdated news for this time round. At we'll least we're not a up. meme podcast, because otherwise we'd, we'd be like four generations of memes behind by Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> we would be anyway, because me and you enjoy older memes anyway. If you, if nah, you... nah, 2012 memes are trash. Well, yes, but we don't go back that far. At face when you're scrolling, when you've been scrolling through memes so long, you get back to the 2012 memes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we will uh, leave the podcast there for this week. Yes. Uh, I'll be editing while away, but it will be up uh, for the Thursday. 20th uh, on Thursday. So don't you oh, worry about mother's that. Mother's birthday. What's that? Mother's birthday. Oh, well, in that case, we dedicate this episode to your mum. There you go. Cool. She's not going to listen to it. She's not going to listen to it, but we dedicate it to her. Dedicate it to me, mother. (laughs) Happy birthday, (laughs) mum. There you go. (laughs) Happy birthday, Tom's mum, whose name I won't actually say on the internet. There you go. Mother. Mother. What else would she be called? It's it's mother, obviously. Forehead. (laughs) Anyway. There we go. I've been Burridge. And I have been Tom. And this has been... (laughs) Burridge and Tom... Talk tech. Talk trash. Wait, no. <laughs> tech. Yes. Probably trash as well. <laughs> talk a load of trash. We yes, did talk about Bethesda, that. so, you know. Oof. Oof. There we go. We will see you next week. Or you'll listen to us next week. I don't know. I still don't know how to finish that bit. Oh, not up to you. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.